Welcome to episode 16 of An African Conquering the World podcast. Um, this is a continuation of our last discussion in, uh, from our offices in Lagos, Nigeria. Around me, I have my colleagues um, Ade, Kene, and Busola, who are contributing to the discussion that we started last week on the city. So we ended last week with um, Kene's salvo. So we'll just give him some space to talk again. Kene, over to you. As I was saying, I don't think like Lagos has the capacity or maybe as a whole Nigeria, our urban style has the capacity to operate in like I was born in Enugu and Enugu has a fantastic landscape. We have this upper high hill view and all the architecture experience, like all the buildings have been opportune to assess mm-hmm. or the compounds are well planned and then the setback they were well done. And especially old buildings in Enugu, they are well done. So I don't think especially in Lagos, years of being here <laughs> made that taste. Uh, <laughs> Cultural shock. Yes, yeah. no, not all. And like I was saying earlier mm. about the uh, um, Lagos European, European and the European taste, if it's, I don't, because I don't think Lagos can ever be able to do away with. Um, no, 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 not the rowdiness, but like the that that gap of upper class and lower class. It's never going to change. It's never going to change, and the upper class needs the service of the lower class. Mm-hmm. So the lower class have found a way to like integrate themselves into the upper class surroundings. Because if I'm a made in Ikoyi, you don't expect me to be eating chicken republic. That is one five, so I'll probably get get by with Mamai Yabasira by the side selling beans of one fifty, and you can't get Mamai Yabasira from Ikoi because mm-hmm. Ikoi needs house helps. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, all right, that that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So this that gap, but 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 in Europe they have these old fancy made style where he made this. I just think like, in Europe. I don't think. So. <laughs> <laughs> I see movies. I, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't think like that. That that gap. That gap between the upper class and lower class oh. is is a major issue. Even even in the urban style, it affects us somehow. But, but if I if I if I may ask, I think that I think that yeah, that, that's very true. Without even. There's, it's hard to say that that's it. That's that all we can think around that. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that Lagos' chaos mm-hmm. as a city, I mean, this entire office, the idea of it is to maximize the chaos of Lagos to form something new. So I think that the chaos is not something that we should try to solve because it's not yes. a solvable problem. Yes. That's what Ken is saying. It's yes. not a solvable problem. It's, it's a problem that we should solvable. understand and maximize, understand and maximize, maximize it. Because Lagos is one city that 
the rich and the poor cannot live away from each other because the rich are too dependent on the poor to run their lives and the poor are too dependent yeah. on the rich to run yeah, their pockets. lives. Yeah. Exactly. So why don't we as 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 planners and as architects plan our cities taking that into cognizance? For instance, we're planning an estate right now, where Adi is planning an estate right now. And it's thirty-six houses, yes, uh, on several levels of themselves as a community. And I was having a meeting on that estate on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And the, the lawyer, the client's lawyer, mm -hmm. said that we should put BQs on the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, he made a very fanciful argument saying that, you know, this luxury apartment. But we're, we're making two bedroom apartments. There's no, way, there's no, there's no way that a two bedroom apartment can be put into the category of luxury, apart from if it's a two bedroom penthouse. Mm -hmm. You see, the problem is. The problem is, first of all, what the hell is a lawyer doing on the side talking to him? You know, Lagos, Lagos, like, that's, that's Lagos lawyers are, are kind of builders too. So we have to, no, we have no. to listen to our builder lawyer. No, no, he did say, he said, he said, can you guys? Nobody can tell me about piling. I, I don't know this guy, but you're making him sound very punchable. He is a very punchable guy. Okay. Yeah, I tell you, you I tell you, that. very possible, and you're going to meet him. Soon. But there's nowhere in this. You see, the problem with especially housing estates in Lagos is because they slap these lavish prices on these unaffordable prices on these estates. Automatically, to them, it is luxury. But like, luxury has nothing to do with price. If your listeners could see. Or if our listeners, I guess, could see the sizes of the rooms that we're designing, bro, this is low income to probably middle class. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, it should be in 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 the in in the in the parlance of our tree. Mm. It's called social housing. Yeah, it's a council. It's a council community. Yeah, the council community. It's just that we're able to do it for for once on a higher level than typically it's done. But it, these are council flats. They are very strict utilitarian flats. They're designed around the maximum, the, the minimum space a human being of height X and size Y needs in a city. And pocket A. And pocket A needs in a city. So all the things that go to do go, go into this building are calculated for. When we have discussions about it, we're, we're also having these discussions about pockets. Yeah. So there's nothing luxury about exactly. this. Exactly. So it's hard for you to. I think luxury is, a, is has become, and, and that, that in fact will take me to the next, the next um, what they call it that I, I'd like us to talk about, Lux, because luxury has become a term, a, a term to whip, you know, to whip Lagos architects with. Oh, we're making luxury flats because if you put a toilet that that it's the the washer the 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 water cooler is inside the wall, that's luxury. Do you no, that's what innovation. But that's just innovative. Luxury and innovation are not the same. Because a house that is covered in, 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 in brushed aluminium is innovative, but it's not luxurious, but it's expensive. Exactly. Frank Gehry's architecture is covered in titanium. It's uh, innovative. Yeah. It's expensive, yeah. but it's not luxurious. It's not. I mean, look, at, like, if, if you want, like, the truth about it is the bill, like, you guys have heard of the Bilbao effect now. Mm -hmm. I, like, that project, that project was, was meant to bring people it's meant to be like this forest attraction this mm -hmm. landmark but it failed greatly at that it failed so like so 
grandiosely at it. Like it, it's it's honestly it's it's a it's a mystery why it's still standing. They should bring it down and sell I, 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 I the pieces. I think one of our episodes we need to we uh, one of these days we need to talk about that building. It's so like it's because and I used to be a Frank. I actually, I, I, I actually like am Frank a fan of Frank. Gary. Yeah, I like Frank. Gary. I love the fact yeah, yeah, because it's very. Yeah, I like it. I like it's very old. Yeah, it's very unorthodox. Yeah, it's very I mean, bold. Like, yeah, very so, bold. so I like that. But, like, as a fan, you must, just like Kanye West fans must say that Kanye has lost the plot. I mean, that doesn't take away his genius. Frank Gary failed at that. Oh, yes, I, I can agree. I can live with that. I can live with that. I, I, I also think that without even talking so much about it, I think that it's. It's it's hard for us to to remove from our cities that need to because I was reading a book on my trip and it was saying that what architects have been reduced to mm-hmm. and urban planners we've been reduced to these guys that make the most fanciful thing mm-hmm. fanciful looking thing not fanciful working but fanciful mm-hmm. looking thing mm-hmm. for the cheapest amount of money mm-hmm. so we're just one trick ponies mm-hmm. every architect on other orientation. Every architect on another twist, mm. and when I say twist, every I'm sure everybody in the office knows what, what I'm talking mm. about. So every building must twist. So they come to you because every time it twists, people don't say, "Wow, it twists." Feels great. And that that's a one trick. Yeah. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that this this is a good segue. I think for me, in conclusion to that last segment, I think that we need to trap from schools the taste makers in university. That's, that's the only way we can change our cities. Okay, that's great. But you see, the thing is, like, how can the people who lack taste trap those with taste? That's the, that, when that, all that, they that, do, that brings you. That brings me to the second. The taste maker in schools is known from its output. <laughs> I, I don't think you've been to a Nigerian university. I went to a Nigerian university. No, I haven't been. I, 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 you get what I mean? Okay, okay. The people in position to select the tastemakers are tasteless themselves. Yeah, yeah you, get you know, you know the way Yoruba people <laughs> just add pepper and, and everything to everything, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's so spicy!" No, 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 my dear, you're burning your tongue. You're burning your taste buds. So, like, these people have spread their own taste buds, and you want yeah. them to identify <laughs> those like, with taste. Blind, 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 exactly. Blind. They're trying to. They're also trying to carve make, out the what, taste from these people. Why don't we make it? make it eventually in a more objective fashion because i remember when i was in school there were certain people who were just wild mm. and so as we've grown we've I've seen that a lot of those guys have made very tasteful environments or very considered cities because they are they're kind of, they're, because they're so wild and they're so ahead in their thinking they always know that they have to situate their buildings to be seen in a certain light mm. Mm. therefore they look at the whole picture when they're situating their one building. Those are the minds we're looking for. But I understand that the, the argument of the, taste, the, the tasteless leading yeah, the tasteless. Yeah, because like, you see, the thing is, um, people don't understand that each person, each, I, like, okay, so where, where I'm coming from is, after I read Kevin Lynch's Image of the City, for me, I look at everyone engaging with architecture as a participant. That's what I always call them. Mm-hmm. And I, look, I, I, I liken our, tech, our architecture to a stage where this person is like an actor fully free to express himself in whatever role that he chooses to adopt. And the reason why I look at it that way is because Kevin Lynch's, Kevin Lynch's um, theories 
he theorizes that everyone, every individual has their own sort of like mental map, their own sort of experience that a city gives. So as much as we're trying to create these cities, our cities should be fluid enough for each person to have his own eureka. Do you get me? I get that. And I don't think that I know that I don't think we have it. I think we lost our way in having it. Because like one city that I feel maybe if Kevin visited while he was doing research for his book mm. would have would have really served as the city mm-hmm. for that book is Edinburgh. Okay. I haven't been to Edinburgh. You need to go. Okay. You I'll love it. Edinburgh is the perfect juxtaposition of what any artist is trying to do. Okay. I think, okay. especially within our field, because what they've done is, in, in some wild way, they've preserved everything pure, everything gold about mm-hmm. their history. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about architecture here, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about just people and art. And they've seamlessly sewn it together with this future that they're trying to create. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, even people that weren't a part of the history of Edinburgh, mm-hmm. right, still have their own interpretation 